Hello, and thank you for listening. Today's topic is all about my food journey. So we'll go ahead and dive into it. Um, So starting out as a teenager, I would say that I ate pretty good. Um, We would have some fast food just for convenience. I was involved with some different sports and I worked until I since I was 14. So um, pretty good eating there. But I would have some fast food every now and again. Um, I remember when I would go to cheer, I would always bring healthy snacks. One day I was eating carrots and another girl had brought like McDonald's or something and was saying how I was always going to be like the fit mom and that made me really happy. So I enjoyed eating healthy and just getting things that had nutrients in it. But I mean, I was a teenager, so I was also eating some of that junk food, chips, that kind of stuff. And then um, when I got to college, I lived on campus my first year. So freshman year, I went to IUPUI and I lived downtown Indianapolis. And very quickly, I put on probably 10 pounds. And that was probably the heaviest I've ever been in my life other than being pregnant with Carson. So um, I would say like high school... I ran about 110 to 115 pounds, and then in college, after the first couple weeks, I think I came back and I was like 125 or 127, Um, so that was a problem to me, and I didn't feel my best. I just, it's just a huge time in your life where there's a lot of changes. I mean, I moved out of my house. Um, I went and lived in a dorm with a random roommate, so I didn't have like a set friend from my hometown that I was going there with, but um, it was very easy to see how I put on weight. That was a problem for me though, I didn't like to be like that, so I started really focusing in on at least my fitness and being more conscious about what I was eating. So then a few of us in the dorms, a few girls, we got together and started doing P90X. So that didn't last very long, to be honest, but I was more conscious about the foods I was eating. And then I would say the rest of the time was okay. Um, Freshman year, just kind of doing my thing. Sophomore year of college, and until I graduated was probably the most problematic time in my life with my diet. I really got into yo-yo dieting. So I had started dating my now husband, Chris, freshman year. And so we dated all through college. Sophomore year, I decided to live at home because I was only like 30 minutes from campus. So I decided to save some money, live at home. My days were really long because I didn't want to go to school five days a week. So I think I crammed it into like three days, but I was there almost all day. Actually, it was all day, longer than a normal work day. So we would, I think my first class was like 9.15 And then my last class, I think I got out at like 8.45 p.m. Like it was an all-day kind of thing for those three days. To save money and which kind of like fed into my yo-yo dieting habits, I would pack my food. So I would eat only the stuff that I would pack. And I knew that if I packed it, I would eat it. And if I didn't have it, I wasn't going to buy anything. So I would eat very minimal, very, very low-carb um, I, I really don't think I got much protein in. It was just very minimal, like salads, very, 
like nothing. I don't even remember putting chicken in it. Like it was very, very small amounts of food I was eating. I did have protein shakes though. I remember that. I would use that as like a snack. I was super restrictive during the week. And so I worked the days that I was not at school. I babysat for a little girl. And also like what I would pack is what I would eat. I didn't like to eat food at other people's houses when I was babysitting. So Monday through Friday was very, very restrictive, very minimal eating. I mean, like a can of green beans for my lunch. Like right now, I'll do that as a snack or a can of green beans with other things, a source of protein, like things like that. Um, that would be like my lunch. I just got into a very restrictive lifestyle. But then on the weekends, I would not have any restriction at all. So Chris and I would be mostly spending time during the weekends together and we would do a lot of fast food. Like Taco Bell was like a staple for us. I hardly ever eat that now. We just were always on the go doing things and um, going out to parties, which I didn't really drink. So I wasn't getting carbs from that, but we would just eat junk food. During those three years from sophomore to senior year of college, barely eating throughout the weekdays and then eating whatever I wanted on the weekends. I also started working out. I was doing Kayla Itzen's um, Bikini Body Guide, which was a high-intensity workout. They last about, I think it's like 28 minutes exactly, is the time that you're actually moving. And I took it so serious. I was like killing myself every time I was working out, just doing the most that I could. Um, the workouts were Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then there's like three other days of the week you were supposed to do like low intensity stuff, which if I were to be doing it now, I would use walking. I started out walking and then I started using the elliptical at home and I felt like that wasn't enough. So I started running and I'm not a runner. I do not enjoy running, but I just felt like that was going to be the most effective thing for me to be as small as possible. So my goal during that time was to literally be as small as I possibly could. So... Um, one story that I remembered is that my friend Sarah was living with me at my house with my parents sophomore year of college and she showed me this picture of this girl who was really skinny and she was looking in the mirror but her reflection was like an obese girl and she said I feel like this is you like no matter how skinny you get how tiny you are you will always see yourself as this person and Looking back at it, that's such a sad thing that she would think that, but um, it honestly had a lot of truth truth to it, and that made me happy. Like, her telling me that actually made me really happy because I was like, oh, okay, I actually am much smaller than what I think that I am, and the person that I see in the mirror is bigger than what I actually am in real life, and that is so saddening to think of now but that is what made me happy during that time of my life then moving on after I graduated I started working full-time and there's a lot of catered lunches so I had mentioned before that I work at a cancer center so the whole deal with that is that drug reps are coming into your office which they schedule it and everything but they come into your office and they want you your clinic to use the drugs 
that they work for, that company that they work for, that's the drugs they're promoting. So they really like chime in on all of the food. Like that is their focus is bringing clinics food. And when I first started, a few of the ladies were like, oh, just wait, you're skinny now, but wait a year or two and you'll be 30 pounds heavier. And they were saying that's what happened to them. So I felt like that was a good forewarning for me. I was determined to not let that happen to me. So I did start packing my lunches, but there were a lot more desserts available to me and I'm a sweet tooth person. So that is my weakness. So I would eat pretty good for my lunches and my snacks, but I would usually like every day have some sort of sweet dessert. Also, patients, especially during the holidays, like to bring in food. So there was always some sort of like fudge, cookies, candy of some sort that I would usually indulge in, which is fine. But a little bit more sweets than what I would prefer to eat now. Then I got pregnant and that is honestly the time that I ate the healthiest, like the most not... When I say healthy, I mean a healthy relationship with food. I was very balanced. If I wanted ice cream, I would have ice cream, but I knew that I was developing another human being inside my body, so I was making sure to get my nutrients in, doing all the things that I could, making sure that I was having Carson be healthy as much as I could to my control. I would say like my first setback with my food with my relationship with food was in college like I had mentioned the yo-yo dieting very restrictive and then basically binging on the weekends but I never threw up or anything but I just was like not restrictive at all and would go crazy my second time that I would say the second time in my life that I had a really bad relationship with food was after I had Carson so it wasn't intentional at first But um, I had him and if I had a free moment at all, I wanted to clean or I was going to try to sleep or shower, you know, the basic things. (laughs) But I really wasn't interested in eating. And if you do that for a while, like your stomach shrinks. So you really want less and less food. And so I would have like a bowl of yogurt, like a tiny little thing of yogurt. And that's what I would call my lunch. Uh, And that was like filling for me. Sometimes I couldn't even eat the whole thing. Um, It started out as that, just like out of convenience, I really want to eat. And that did have a negative impact on breastfeeding. I did not produce very much at all. But I remember one night, Carson had gone to bed pretty early and Chris and I were still up. And we had these little mini cheesecakes that were frozen. They must have been left over. I think we got them for like a Christmas that we hosted at our house or something. And so we had those left over. And one night I ate like five of those. And the next day, my breast breast milk supply was so much better. And so that was a clear indicator to me that I was not eating enough to supply enough food for my son. Had to end up like supplementing with formula. He was a really grumpy baby because he wasn't getting fed enough. I was grumpy. So once we started doing the formula stuff, that helped a lot with him and then in turn me. But 
it did not help the fact that I still was not eating the appropriate amount of food to be able to have a breast milk supply that was adequate. That negatively impacted that and then ended up pretty much just going straight to formula um, or like completely on formula. I started back to work at 10 weeks and I would try to, I think I only like gave myself time to pump once a day at work and that was at lunch and Chris was working nights at that time. Like after Carson was born, he stayed home for like a few days with me and then started working nights. That's what his work had switched to. And he was gone the majority, like we really didn't see each other that much, but he would come to work when I was on my lunch break and then he would drive to work after that. So we would have lunch together. I would actually pump in the truck with him. And I remember sitting there, I have a half hour lunch. So I was in there like 28 minutes and between both sides, I had like one ounce. There was literally, I was producing very, very minimal. So I ended up stopping at that point, which then kind of relieved the pressure from me that I had to continue to eat to provide milk. So that honestly worked negatively for me, my mindset around food no longer felt that I needed to eat to provide for my child, so I really just did whatever I wanted. Like I had mentioned, Chris had gone to nights, so I would wake up in the morning, I would get Carson ready, I would take him to my mom's house, I would go to work. I really would not eat until lunch because breakfast was like, things are just so up in the air when you have a newborn and you never know when they're going to wake up and stuff, so, and it was very early on in the routine wasn't sure how Carson was going to do. So I just thought, you know, if I can take the stress away in the morning of having to fit in at breakfast, I'll do that. Plus it gives me more time to get ready. And you have to understand, like, I'm a person who wakes up and just wants breakfast. That's how I always was. I remember when I was younger, my friend Allie, they would wait until like 10 or 11 to eat breakfast and we were up at eight and I was like, I'm going to have to eat a snack or three before your family even starts thinking about breakfast because I just woke up hungry. But I trained myself to like not be hungry and I just ate very, very minimal, wasn't even hungry until lunchtime. So I was totally skipping a meal for that. I would have lunch, which again was very like low carb, whatever I would pack. I would only eat what I had packed despite being able to have drug rep lunches. I only would eat what I packed. I would go home and have dinner if, if I had dinner. That was not always a thing that I did. It was just me taking care of Carson for that time that Chris was on that job site. So it's like all my energy went to him. And at the end of the day, by the time I got him to bed at seven o'clock, I don't know if I would eat or not. I Sometimes I was hungry. Sometimes I wasn't. Sometimes I just wanted to go to bed. So I never really, cons- like I consistently had lunch and that was it. And then I remember I was in these dress pants that actually used to be kind of tight. They were tight actually. Um, they fit more like jeans rather than dress pants And I remember going to the bathroom and then afterwards I was like, they had a little button thing and I was putting them on and it was just so easy. And I was like, wow, I I must be getting smaller. And again, that that like 
unhealthy mindset. I was like, yes, I am so much smaller. These used to be tight on me and now they're actually loose. I would get people telling me how small I was and I thought that that was a compliment and I don't know the way that they meant it or not, but I know how I was mentally and that was not a compliment. That should not have been something that I thought was good. Um, I could see my hips sticking out a lot. My boobs were so tiny and I don't even have big ones to begin with, but it's like I was literally flat chested and I was okay with that. I was just at this time in my life where I wanted to be as small as possible. Um, I think a lot of that has to play into like postpartum and like I was a fit person beforehand and then I had some pains during pregnancy, which made me not be able to do the normal workouts that I would do and the walking. So then I just really wanted to jump back into it and I just went overboard. After that, after, so after I went through a few months of eating very minimal and being as small as possible, I realized that I wasn't really happy in my life. And I think that that plays into my postpartum journey. And I did then dive into self-development. And I was listening to so many podcasts and different things. And Georgie Stevenson was a podcast that I listened to all the time. And she talked about her eating journey. And that is really the first time I had, my eyes had been open to, oh, you aren't anemic, you're not bulimic, then you don't have an eating disorder or, um, or just a bad relationship with food. That's really the first time that I realized that I really was doing something toxic to my body and my mind and while I didn't have something that at that time would have been like clinically diagnosed as an eating disorder, I definitely did not have a good, good relationship with food. It wasn't a great time in my life. So anyway, that opened up my eyes and I realized that I needed to make a change. So I started to do that. I ended up um, eat, starting to eat more. I didn't have like a lot of knowledge about it. I just knew I need to eat more. I can eat healthy, but I need to eat more of it. So I started doing that. And then I think it was last year, I got a personal trainer, Andrea. It's called Deliciously Fit and Healthy is her company name, but her name is Andrea Allen. And she's great. If you guys don't follow her, you should. She posts all about fitness and postpartum. I ended up enrolling in her training. And so they helped me figure out my macros, which I had never tracked before. Just learning about what foods fuel your body. And I saw a huge difference in the composition of my body. So I would say like going into the personal training experience I, I had a good relationship with food I was um, pretty balanced I just didn't know really like the macros I wasn't dialed in on that I knew what they were but I didn't know what numbers would be best for myself so um, she helped the package I got was purchasing the macro help and then also the workouts I think I had like 12 weeks of workouts or something and then they would adjust macros as you'd go so I would say I went into it with a pretty good mindset and healthy relationship, but it was interesting because I ended up having to do a reverse diet, which is the opposite of a diet. And so like instead of cutting calories, we were slowly introducing more calories into my life. I think I was sat around like 1200 to 1300 calories and she got me up to 1500 
And then we started tracking macros. So looking at my protein intake, my carb intake, and then my healthy fats. And that was really health helpful. Macros was amazing with the difference they made in my body. My body composition is so different now. I've always had really strong abs, but you could never see them. And now you can see them and I love that. <laughs> and I don't train them that often either. But it's just nice that like you're you can show the muscles that you do have. I do like I prefer like a more muscular build for myself. I'm not into looking super skinny like I was before. So I like it when I can see my leg muscles. That's really like the thing that I focus on. Macros, I will say, I track those in my fitness pal. And I do feel like after eight weeks of doing that, it was kind of teetering on the edge of being obsessive again. So it was good to do it for eight weeks and I knew about what I should be eating, and I know that each meal I should put protein into it. So it gave me, it was a very good learning experience, but I do not currently track macros regularly, unless there's for some reason something that I'm really trying to dial in on. That's not something that I do in my normal life every day. But I do know, I do try to eat high protein, incorporating protein in each meal, making sure that I have like a protein snack, and I do see such a huge difference in my body doing that. I would say that I'm in a much, much better place now. And just going forward, I have so much more knowledge and understanding around the topic of disordered eating and having unhealthy relationships with food that I can recognize it a lot sooner. Because every now and again, I will still slip into things. Um, like wanting to eat as very minimal as possible, but it's honestly like a couple days and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? This is not what I want. So it is easier to recognize, recognize and correct, but um, it's, not, it's not just a linear journey. There's ups and downs and I'm still going through it. I'm sure that whenever I have another baby that there'll be things again too. I actually am excited for um, if... Like when we have another baby, which we do plan on doing, I just think that I'll be so much better at breastfeeding and I'm honestly looking forward to it. Although that was like the worst part of having Carson, I'm looking forward to doing that again and improving because I think I'll be so much better at it when I actually take care of my own body first. But thanks for listening. That's my health journey. Well, my eating journey. I think I've learned so much from it. And I'm able to help so many people with it. I know that a lot of, um, especially older generation, like 50s and 60-year-old women, they grew up in that diet culture. And I see it in my mom. I see it in my coworkers that they are still very much like minimal is best. And so I just feel so empowered that I have the knowledge around it. And I've been through it myself to be able to help others. And just trust the process. I know that eating more may seem scary, but your body will know that you're no longer starving and it's going to process the food as it should and get rid of it. And it's going to use it how it should. And just trust me when I say, seriously, my body composition is so much better now that I eat high protein and I don't limit myself. I don't restrict myself. I'm eating more calories now than what I have been ever. 
in my body looks the best it's ever looked. So just trust me when I say that, that, that no one's out to harm you when they say that stuff. It's, it's all good stuff. But I was so grateful to learn from all of that and to be able to help other people. So thanks for listening. <laughs>